Last week, I had all intentions of creating a new podcast episode. But when I first came up with this platform, I made a decision to also adhere and acknowledge being true to myself and the things that I feel. Last week was one of the hardest weeks I've had in a really long time. And for me, creating while being in the mental headspace that I was in wasn't a thing. Um, For me, it seemed like it was blow after blow after situation. And I was exhausted on so many levels that doing this podcast would have felt like a job more than me talking about the things that crossed my mind. I still had to get up and go to work and do things that I needed to do because life really doesn't care how you're doing or what it is you have going on um, mentally or emotionally. So before I actually start this episode, I want to acknowledge and thank those of you that do listen for not pressuring me about the episode. I want to also acknowledge that this podcast has become my safe space. It's become an area of my refuge, and when I come here, I want to come here free of whatever is going on, because my work reflects me. If I'm at my lowest and just try to push through, it shows. One of my favorite parts of being creative is being able to turn my emotions into art once I've processed them. In essence, I thank you all for giving me the space to do so. So, the other day I was talking with a friend of mine about a situation with someone they're involved with. And the topic turned into one about communicating when things get rough. As we were talking, the question came up about whether you step over problems you're having or you sit down and talk them out. And I thought about that for a while, even after the conversation. To me, sweeping issues under the rug has definitely been a thing of my past. It's happened, so let's get over it. But I've also learned that sweeping things under the rug doesn't help. If you keep sweeping things under the rug, eventually the pile gets bigger and it'll start to spill out. By that I mean, if you keep avoiding that conversation, you leave room for the same problems to keep coming back. A lot of times when you have an argument or several arguments about the same thing, it's something deeper. And when you act like it never happened, you never really get to the root. You never find out what the problem is or what it is that triggers you. My friend told me it was frustrating them because one person always wants to dissect and truly figure out and understand, while the other person wants to move forward with no clarity. Now it's awkward because you weren't on the same page, and you don't want to be annoying and keep pressing the issue because then it becomes draining and redundant. And it does. Feeling like you're the only one fighting for some form of understanding or growth is one of the most draining things because you can't fight a battle alone. But it also has to happen to move forward in a space that doesn't allow the issue to happen again. I think a lot of times people are scared to admit what it is that triggers 
certain emotions or feelings because they feel like it'll make them seem a certain way. I'm scared of being hurt and you hurting me because I've been there before. So that makes me seem insecure. In actuality, it makes you human. It makes you vulnerable. And vulnerability can open a door for you and your partner. Honestly, it gives you clarity and understanding. Not only that, but it also gives you perspective and space to see why they feel or react the way they do and vice versa. Now you both know how to approach and work through things. I think a lot of times in relationships, whether they're platonic, intimate, familial, we lose sight of it being us against the problem, not us against one another. Yes, we're upset with each other, but why? Why we upset was really the issue. That's where things start. There has to be a first step. While I was coming up with this episode, um, my girlfriend said to me, sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes people can have trauma behind why they won't open up, which I hadn't actually thought about. I also feel like trauma doesn't negate the issues. When you sweep your trauma under the rug, it also never gets dealt with. I've seen and been in relationships where PTSD from past relationships has caused the most turmoil, not because it existed, but because it wasn't dealt with properly, whether it was myself, my partner, or someone else. This is triggering me, but I'm not ready to deal with it, so I can't properly address the issue at hand. So I'm going to use whatever defense mechanism I can find in this moment, whether it's crying, arguing, cursing, verbal or emotional abuse, whatever it is, I'm going to use it. A lot of trauma comes from some sense of abuse. I asked some of my social media mutuals that they believe that emotionally abused people could unintentionally emotionally abuse others with their defense mechanisms. And one answer in particular stood out to me because it said, yes, especially transitioning from one abusive relationship to a healthier one. And I think that's something that's overlooked a lot. Coming out of a situation that was tumultuous and stepping into a territory that's the complete opposite is not only a major shift, but it's also one that can be unnerving. And if you're not fully prepared to take these steps to heal and sustain said healthy relationship, it can do more damage than good. The first step to any sort of self-reconciliation from trauma or the first step to anything, honestly, is the willingness to try and understand that it won't be the easiest journey. Anything that attributes to growth isn't easy. It's uncomfortable and It'll require you to be uncomfortable and out of that zone into something better. I feel like you have to remind yourself that your trauma doesn't define you. You don't have to let it continue to block you from situations that are amazing to you. The trade of sweeping issues under the rug and going on with them is a cycle. And if it's not already a cycle, it becomes a cycle. At some point, you have to find a way to break that cycle. This next part is 
just me um kind of talking. So I work night shift at a hotel sometimes. And for me, it seems like working overnight is when my best thoughts come. Um, so it's 5 a.m. and I'm making coffee. And while I was waiting on coffee to brew, I kind of started reflecting on the week that had just went by and then reflecting on my life in general and um, my friends and just various things. I thought about how my friends are not only people I'm proud to have in my life, but also people I admire in various capacities. I also thought about my love life and the impactful relationships that I've had in my life. And when I thought about my most impactful relationships and my best friends automatically came to mind because they are my most elongated relationships aside from my family. Um, in the same breath, well, in the same thought, honestly, a voice popped in my head that said, if those are the longest and most impactful relationships you've had, why does anyone telling you that you're not good enough resonate louder than all of them telling you how great you are? I don't think I've ever hurt my own feelings that much.